Good morning and welcome back to Investing Should Be Easy. I'm your host, Alex Richwagon, and um, we hit these little hiatuses, but you know what? We're just going to keep pushing through. Stock market has been a roller coaster lately, to say the least, and that's what today's show is going to be about, is not how to protect your whole portfolio, but how to adjust. Let's say you're a first-time investor, and how do you react to this kind of situation? Can you take the volatility, and what do you do? How do you keep thinking about this stuff without worrying about your whole portfolio going to crap? This is kind of normal, but not normal. It's happened before in history of extreme volatility, and today we're going to discuss how to react, what to do, and if you're a first-time investor, what do you go through as well? We've talked about these a little bit before in some of the shows, and uh, today's going to be a little reiteration. And then also, if you're a first-time investor, what do you do? How do you react? So we're going to jump in right into the show in three, two, cue the music. All right, so uh, jumping into the top of the show, today's show is about reacting to today's very volatile market and how do you prepare yourself, prepare yourself, prepare your portfolio, and more importantly, not lose your mind because this stuff can get really edgy really fast. So what do you do? If, let's say, you don't like this much volatility, you could sell half of your position, take some profits off the table, and sit on the sidelines. Wait for these extreme dips. And what kind of dips am I talking about? I just took a look at two of the major indexes that are very, I'll say, heavily followed across Wall Street. One is the S&P 500 index, which takes a average of the average 500 companies. And over the past month, it is down from about 2750 to 2650, so down about a thousand points. But then, what you don't see in that is the extreme um, peaks and valleys. So if you just look in the last five days, it was at 2610, went up to 2650, went down to. 2560. We're talking hundreds points swings in days. Those are could be opportunities if you want to watch the market a little bit more or look at look for those dips to say, hey, I've got a stock that I really like portfolio. I've done the research, I've done the analysis, and I believe in the company. I believe in their fundamentals, and I believe in my why about the company. Great products, great management team, great revenue stream. If you believe those things, these could be great buying opportunities that you don't get to see all the times. So if you got some money on the sidelines, again, if you've got some more volatile ones, these could be great ideas to scale into positions or, as I talked about kind of at the top of the show, take some money off the table. Take some profits. It's okay. It's okay if you take money off the table and take some profits and say, I'm going to wait until this kind of stables out a little bit because... You've got a lot of crazy things in the news. You've got tariff Trump uh, Trump wars with China over importing exporting goods that is causing this volatility. You've got Fed movements in the interest rate. You've got 
all kinds of different things that impact the economy and the stock market day to day. That if it's all a little too much, go ahead and take your money out. Take half out. Take some profit, sit on the sidelines, wait for it to get a little less volatile. So that's one option. Another option is don't pay attention to it. One of the main themes I discuss in my book is don't watch the stock market daily. Don't watch it weekly. Don't even watch it monthly sometimes. Check every quarter, every six months, how your position's doing. I promise you, if you just close your eyes and wake up in five years, your whole portfolio will be fine. It's just the day-to-day -day jitters and the talking heads on CNBC or CNN that like to draw ratings and get people all nervous. So another thing is take some money off the table, wait for a dip, go back in, close your eyes. That could be another strategy as well of what do you do when there's extreme volatility. So you could do, again, take some money off the table. You could just not pay attention to it. I'll give you another strategy. Let's say you're a, um, you're a first-time investor. First-time investor, they saw this kind of market that might really go, oh, my gosh, and really raise their eyebrows about what do I really want to invest here. Well, let's say you have a mock portfolio of, I don't know, $10,000, and you want to scale that in over a 6- to 12-month time period. That would be a smart move. With all this volatility, don't worry about timing the markets. Literally, you just scale into a couple ETFs, which are exchange-traded funds, and if you know what exchange traded fund is, it's basically a mutual fund, but trades like a stock. It's a basket of stocks that follows an index that reduces your risk. And if you want to scale into, let's say, two different ETFs, a large cap and a small cap, let's keep it really general, and you've got $10,000, scale in $500 each over the next 6 or 12 months, and don't even worry about what the market's doing on a daily basis, because you're going to catch some highs, you're going to catch some lows, and over time, it's all going to balance out. So that will be your third different idea on what you could do if you wanted to scale in if you're a first-time investor and you're looking to, or you've got new money on the sidelines, same kind of concept. Scale into a position over time. If I like a position, I mentioned a couple stocks um, a couple weeks ago, um, EDIT, Edit, and SGMO, um, San Gadmo. I really love those stocks. They're gene editing companies, and I want to establish a position of $5,000. Okay, put $500 installments for 10 months straight. That could be a great strategy for that money on the sidelines. For a stock that, um, give you San Gamo, had a high of 26 and had some dips of 17 when it's a rock-solid company with strong revenues and strong growth potential for CRISPR technology and gene editing technology. Those are the forward trend thinking going, I don't care what the stock market's doing on a daily basis because I'm looking long term. I'm looking for three to five years out when everything in today's society is such short term with all your social media apps. Everything's got to be right now, right now. Look a little further down the road. So that could be another strategy to Again, calm your nerves. Don't worry about the day-to-day -day fluctuations and think a picture out three years from now about where do I, how do I want to be in this position right now if it doubles, if it goes up by 50%. Most stocks will double in value every seven to eight years just based on historical numbers. 
Another and a last component to how to let's say easier calm, easier calm, and also um, how to handle the extreme volatility. Use reverse ETFs. Reverse ETF is exactly is exactly what it sounds like. It's a bet against the market. So let's say you've got a position that you don't want to sell because maybe tax lots or something else. How about reverse ETF? So if literally you Google right now, reverse ETF. You get the top 67 inverse equity ETFs. So there's SQQQ, which is a ultra short on pro shares. You've got ultra ultra pro short S&P 500. You can short, um, I'll give you an easy one to remember. If, uh, if you remember nothing else, DOG, D-O-G. And let's just look it up, bring it up, and I'll give you a quick explanation of what DOG is. It's an inverse against the Dow 30. So if you've got, if you're thinking about maybe a short within the Dow 30, so we're talking about 30 companies, real small, easy to follow, that could be an easy way to hedge your bet as well against this extreme market that keeps going up and down and volatile and makes your stomach sick on a daily basis. So I think those should give you enough for now to kind of think about and find out what's the best strategy for you. The ones that I'm using right now, I use reverse ETFs or inverse ETFs. And then also I'm waiting for some of these dips for some cash on down the sideline to scale stronger into positions that I really like. And I think they're going to be great growth products over the next couple of years. So that's what I'm doing. I gave you about four or five different strategies that things that you could do to ease your, ease your fears and um, you know survive this volatile market. If you guys have any questions or comments, feedback, please go ahead and send me an email at alex.richwagon at gmail.com. Thanks so much, guys, and I'll talk to you in seven days. Have a good day. Bye. Alex Richwagon is an investment research analyst. Any of his recommendations are that of Mr. Richwagon. The information presented is the opinion of his and only his research. You should not base your investment decision based solely on his opinion. Remember, it's your money and your responsibility.